the Nerd or Not podcast is hosted by a trio of foul-mouthed overgrown children, who still think fart jokes are funny. Please be aware that the first four rows are known as the Splash Zone. And now here's your hosts, Jay, Bob, and Corey. The Creighton's Guild. Welcome to episode 66, bitches. This is... I gotta write! Because Bob wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are the Cretans Guild. I just pulled up Drive and fucking Rob Riggle staring me right in the goddamn face again. <laughs> Get out of the rundown! All right. Never. I'm to pull this thing open. What rundown are you in? That was like five episodes ago. The one that Rob Riggle has apparently possessed. <laughs> oh my god. I don't Lord. know. I saw that motherfucker on TV again! In a different show! Straight up Steve Austin? Are you shitting me? So he's, he's he he fucking sullied my wrestling. That son of a bitch. He oh he oh my god. He's invaded Hollywood. Yep. One person has invaded the show business. <laughs> I was at Disney last week and I saw an ad for him for Holy Moly. Uh, yeah, for Holy Moly. I just turned around and was like a face full of Rob Riggle. Right right. I thought I thought there was going to be like a docudrama based on his life story <laughs> or something. And Disney produced it. Rob Riggle <laughs> is Walt Disney in Rob Riggle presents Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I got a frozen head. <laughs> but the eyebrows are impeccable um, I don't know it's Rob Riggle's from Oklahoma now I guess huh? um, no it was for uh, a show that's being hosted by Jane Lynch it's kind of like a celebrity quiz thing I didn't really catch the name of it but it was a lot of C and uh, D listers and such and Jane Lynch and uh, I was like wow I'm surprised I don't see Rob Riggle fucking Rob Riggle Just- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of those quiz shows now uh, anyway, uh, we are the Cretans Guild. Uh, I'm Jay. With me, as always, is Bob and Corey. Uh, we are part of the Somebody's Network. Uh, it's at Somebody's Net on uh, every applicable social media platform. All right, so we got we got a couple of big topics to get to because hey, fucking news happened this week. But a couple That's of, an understatement. couple of, couple of little things that have happened today and uh, over the last couple of days I want to talk about uh, before we get into that uh, because I have a feeling those are going to take a long time to talk about. So uh, first and foremost, little thing, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but uh, one of the uh, limited run companies, not limited run, but one of those, you know, companies that produce like 3000 copies of a game or something like that uh, is finally producing a copy of Mega Man, the Wily Wars for the Genesis to release in North America for the first time fucking ever. (laughs) Uh, And it looks cool as shit, man. It's got blue plastic. It looks really nice. Before just the Genesis uh, thus far, right? But like ju- but for, before just the Genesis, yes. Okay. So what, what's uh, what's uh, let's get this out of the way early. What's everybody playing right now? What games are in your systems? What's going down? Oh Jesus Christ! Um, one game, oh, Corey. One game. One what game? is the one you want to talk about? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we only have I, so much time. Yeah. Uh, did I mention Dying Light last week? You did. You did. I did. Yes. All you, right. I believe uh, you said that it is. Uh, uh, grabbing you by the the privates and making you a very happy man. Yeah, yes, yes, it did all of that. It's quite rough with me. Um, I think <laughs> this week I did start a new one because oh yeah yeah that's right. Uh, Iron Fury came out, uh-huh. and um, and I was I was going to get it anyway. Uh, but I was like, you know what, fuck it. I haven't seen anything on the build engine in a long time, and this is kind of like a landmark uh, occurrence for uh, retro tech being brought up to uh, being brought up to current standards. And uh, let me tell you, like, right as soon as I hit install, 
the thing literally started to impress me and haven't, hasn't stopped yet. Good. Because when that install window came up, I looked at it and I was like, okay, well, you know, it's on an old engine. So they probably have, and it looks good, so they're probably going to have to use like up-res textures or something. And they didn't. The entire package is 90 megs. Jesus Christ. Nine zero. Nine zero fucking megabytes. <laughs> now, the typical a typical like download for a Steam game is going to be like about five gigs. Mm-hmm. That's something like uh, I don't know, Blood Dragon or Far Cry Blood Dragon, what have you. Is like sure. that. Um, I, I think they use more memory to get to the moon. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think my microwave uh, uses more memory to heat up water. I don't know, um, but. Um, they're uh, like if you go any if you go smaller than that stuff stuff that's like that you'd see like marquee downloads sitting at the five gig mark um, you get the you get the stuff that's like usually maligned as casual is going to be like about maybe five hundred megs or three hundred megs things like that sure uh, like uh, fairway solitaire would kind of sit cozily in that category uh-huh. so I was like okay well you know what? at best it's probably going to be about I'd say six hundred megs that's about how much the uh, the new blood uh, revamp was done. Uh, in order to fit those HD aspect ratios uh, into the into the file, so and it was built off of the same engine, so probably about that big. It was like ninety, <laughs> and everything is brand new too, and so much of like the engine was rewritten to accommodate like things that we had gotten used to in newer shooters, like furniture moves and stuff. It's crazy, um, but uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a goddamn good time. Uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. That's awesome. Yes, uh, I had every intention to sit down and play. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 today on my PS4 and uh, popped the disc in and was immediately greeted with a 40 gigabyte download. So I said, well, Woo. we're not playing that today. No, we're not. <laughs> or tomorrow. Uh, no, it, it finished up about an hour and a half. But uh, so I, I instead, uh, at the complete opposite end of the spectrum, uh, started up the Disney Afternoon Collection. Uh, nice. And oh, Got my ass kicked harder in that than I would in Wolfenstein 2. No lie. I told um, you. Yeah. Some of those uh, games are unforgiving. Yeah. I, I, I did not get through the first level of Darkwing Duck. The uh, DuckTales I didn't do too bad on, but in uh, Rescue Rangers, I actually got further in that than I had as a kid. But uh-huh. uh, Darkwing Duck was the one I really wanted to play and uh, died three times in the same spot. So I went, you know what? We're good. Let's play Rescue Rangers. <laughs> one thing about Darkwing Duck. Uh, do you remember that the cape can block? Nope. All right. That'll get you further. Okay. There we <laughs> I go. I didn't remember that until I started like <laughs> looking at a really old game fact for it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, oh, yeah, there's a down arrow and you can press it. God damn it. That's good info to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blocking is integral in that game. So okay. uh, try it again. Armed with that knowledge and still get your testes twisted about 30 minutes into it. Because that is a ball buster of a game. Like yeah. no lie. Anyway, nerd or not will live forever. Yeah, nerd or not will never die. We're going to be ninety and making terrible dick jokes on the <laughs> on, on the hologram internet for all of you fucking degenerates that are still watching us. Jonathan, <laughs> VR headsets. <laughs> you know what's nice about dentures? You don't have to bite down. <laughs> when I when I'm sucking my own dick though, because my wife is dead. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so we're going to move right into topic one. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I can get worse. Just give me another decade. Uh, it sounded like you said decade. Um, I thought you said dead kid. <laughs> I thought you said dead kid. <laughs> <laughs> this could be another dead kid. It's if he's got two more in the back. <laughs> what the 
believe that. If you're a first time viewer. Uh, uh, yeah. I, okay. This might be the water, uh, the watershed moment for our show. We've actually just delved down the edge slide straight into pedonecrophilia. That's where our joke acceptance level is right now. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and uh, shockingly, it wasn't me this time. Hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. I think I, I, I got to buy you a drink tomorrow, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move past that. Yeah. Because uh, it's, wow, it's, it's hard to recover from that one. <laughs> we just made goobs leave. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So moving into topics of conversation. Hold up. I, oh, think, yeah. I, see, I think I see the FBI right outside. Um <laughs> We might be having. Don't worry, a, they'll kick in the door when they're of ready. Visitors. Well, at least it'll give something. To, uh, it'll it'll be a happening. How about that? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's get past this, please. All right. So we, we are we are going to talk about uh, probably the biggest uh, elephant in the nerd room right now, and that is uh, Marvel and Disney uh, slap fighting with Sony over the rights to Spider Man. So basic basic rundown is this: uh, how everything happened. Uh, back in the 90s, Avi Arad uh, was president of Marvel Entertainment, realized that Marvel was hemorrhaging money and was about to get bought by DC, so in order to be uh, above water, he sold the movie rights to a lot of his properties. That's where we got stuff. The X-Men films, the Raimi Spider-Man films, the <laughs> Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider films. Uh, at the time, was a smart idea. Well, well yeah. Not Ghost Rider. But... <laughs> at the time, it was a very smart idea because uh, Marvel was going to go bankrupt. Like, it was just flat out, they were, they were going to go bankrupt. Unfortunately, what happened with the the Spider-Man rights uh, is that eventually Spider-Man 3 happened, uh, which tanked our chances of ever seeing uh, Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, And then... uh, We blamed Sony for that one. And then the Andrew Garfield movies happened. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for Andrew Garfield because I thought he was a really good Peter Parker, and I thought he was a really good Spider-Man, but he was uh, acting with terrible scripts. So, poor guy. Um, and then, uh, Kevin Feige happened and Feige called spider or called, called (laughs) Spider-Man. He sent out the Spidey signal. (laughs) Bring me contracts of Spider-Man. Uh, so he called Sony, uh, and basically what it was, was Marvel would make the movies. Uh, Sony would pay for everything and pocket the box office minus the payment to Marvel for working on the film. Uh, and I believe Marvel and Disney also got the merchandising rights. So what happened next, which, which, is, which is much like the Lucas deal with Star Wars, was a smart decision on the part of Disney. What happened uh, is that uh, they've, they've apparently reached an impasse as, as to where we're at right now. Uh, Disney wanted to share the cost of making the Spider-Man movies, uh, which to me seems fair. But as I'm not a Hollywood insider, I don't know the whole the whole deal of it. Uh as it is right now, Sony pays for the production and marketing of the solo movies, but Disney offered to pay up to 50% of the production costs. But that meant Disney and Sony would then split the box office rights. Which they didn't want. Yeah, which Sony did not want. Uh, Sony wanted to keep all the money, and that didn't work out for them. Uh, Disney also suggested that Marvel gets involved with different Spider-Man spinoffs like Venom 2, uh, Sinister Six... <laughs> Uh, the apparent uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat movie that's still in the works somehow. I can't believe Sony's like, nah, we can do that on our own. And and and, and that's fine. And, and you know, because if Sony wants to be the guys that that wear the, the 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 red badge of courage with the the Jared Leto Morbius the Living Vampire film, fucking have at it, boys. <laughs> that's your thing. Go for it. 
do it. I, I'm just go- I'm just going to sit here and shake my head as it makes about $100 million at the box office and fails miserably. Sony wanted to keep the 5% deal. The problem here is that uh, Marvel had really set this up as Spidey kind of being like the new symbol of the MCU. Uh, since both Captain America with Chris Evans and Iron Man with Robert uh, Downey Jr. are leaving. So that's a problem. Sony, to their credit, did make Into the Spider-Verse, which is probably the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Uh, and yeah. easily, to- I, you know, and I'll say this, top three superhero films ever made. And on any given day could be number one. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that Sony had almost no involvement in the production for that. Well, no, because it was a cartoon. Holy shit. Somebody's got no dick out there. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Y'all can hear that? Yeah, God, yeah. yeah. I can't tell you what it was. It, oh, I'm going to love for to edit around that. <laughs> yeah, that's well, yeah, you're welcome. Dude, you know, sometimes people drag up and down that road out there. It's just that that didn't sound like a cafe racer or nothing. No, that that was a that was a big ass car. It, yeah, I'm very curious, uh, but not that curious. Uh, fucking derailing it, which is not our thing. <laughs> That's the derailers. <laughs> yes. At somebody's net. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so uh, the other the other thing Sony had going for me, while, while I, the movie, as far as I'm aware, wasn't great. I didn't see it because, one, I don't like the character. Two, I, I don't like the character. Three, it looks really bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Venom, Venom made a shit ton of money. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of international money, which is which is a good thing. Um, of course, fucking Warcraft made a lot of international money too, and they're not getting a sequel to that, you pricks. I'm not bitter. Uh, <laughs> so without Spider-Man, obviously Sony's financial situation would not be good. Um, mm-hmm. Like, well, it's not too rosy as of right well, now. Well, true, true. But but with Spider-Man, they're at least treading water. Yeah. Uh, without Spidey, uh, they would uh, need a bailout, and Spider-Man is their lifeline right now. So. There are some terms with Spider-Man's IP stating that if Sony merges with Netflix, Amazon, or Apple, the rights revert back to Marvel with no payout to Sony. (laughs) They don't want that. They really don't want that. Uh, Unfortunately, they are in the position right now that uh, financially they don't really have the ability to say no. If someone bigger comes and says, hey, we want to buy you, Uh, Mm -hmm. specifically Sony movies or Sony pictures. Um, I don't know that Sony itself would ever sell entirely just because the video game economy and the the electronics is going to keep things afloat for a while but could you, I, I think it'd be anything entertainment yeah related. sony entertainment Jeez. might be trouble. could you imagine disney starting to pump out hardware no oh that'd wow. be crazy no yeah. that'd be fucking crazy yeah. it, 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 they'd, they'd own the, con- the country in a week it's <laughs> I would hope at least Disney would have the the, the mindset like you know what that's not our gig that's not for us yeah, yeah. I mean, they've tr- they've tried they've tried pushing software repeatedly in the uh-huh. past to, to varying degrees of success, but you know they've always been. I think that I think our fondest recollection recollections of Disney's video game output uh, was during the 16-bit era when they were working with Capcom. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, it was, it was, was there anything afterwards that even stuck out? Well, there was Epic Disney, which I, I like, and the rest of the world did not. Well, um, the 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 stuff from the PS One era was really good. The uh, the Hercules game was really good. The Lilo Hercules Stitch game was pimp, really good. But it was in spirit still a Capcom game. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's it's still like they, they had a good probably about ten year run there, and it's like mm-hmm. even even dating back to the NES days, like the stuff we were talking about earlier, the Disney afternoon games, they were great. Still Capcom. And still, still Capcom, Capcom, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was there was definitely a proven formula there. So when Capcom uh-huh. was good, Disney games were good. Disney, buy Capcom. They need it. They, they, yeah, they really do. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But uh, the the only other thing of note here before we kind of get into discussion on it is uh, Tom Holland is committed for at least one more movie. Uh, we know that he's got a three film solo picture deal, and I Ugh. think there's actually an option for another one, and it's a studio option, mm-hmm. uh, which really fucking sucks for him. Really sucks right. for him. Uh, but Sony <clears throat> did confirm that Watts will not be back for the third film. Oh, son of a bitch! Uh, really? Yep. So, oh, so God damn it. the style and grace is gone. Uh, now, with with all of this, uh, Sony did put out a statement saying that you know there's still obviously an opportunity for things to reconcile, and this is all being blown out of proportion because this is just for a producer credit for Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to be too busy making stuff with the the 20th Century Fox properties. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was going to bring something up a couple of minutes ago. That's kind of confusing me a little bit because, because, uh, I, I remember, I remember something doing research on this like a long time ago and, uh, being hit with a little piece of trivia that Fagey was a producer on Punisher. And then I fell down the IMDb rabbit hole and found out that Fagey's been involved with every Marvel film since X-Men. The first shit. Really? As an executive producer. If you take a look here, hold up a second. We're going to drop some, uh, education into the discord here here's the whole role right there if you look at his ep run you'll see that he was on x-men the original sam raimi spider-man daredevil x-men united one of the hulks punisher uh, spider-man 2 he's done all of them like almost every single one up until the marvel days so if he's had a, a producer credit on not just sony films but fox films and even a couple of like a uh, third fourth party television programs why the fuck can this not happen now? Why is he off the table suddenly? It's starting to look like it might be personal. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, son of a bitch. He was he was an executive producer on Hulk fucking Versus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my, my, friend, my friend Scott, who, uh, who does a Spider-Man podcast uh, called Spider-Man Minute, which I've been on a couple of times, he and I talked about this a couple days mm-hmm. ago, uh, and Scott is very in touch with the film industry. He works in the film industry. He knows a lot more about it than I do. Uh, because I, I speak completely from layman's terms and he actually does films. So he knows, uh, and, and he, he, he kind of pointed out when I, when I did my, and this actually stem kind of dovetails nicely with the, the tweet you made yesterday about positivity, Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of did my doom and gloom tweet about things, and uh, <laughs> that it completely fucking tanked earlier today. So I want to I want to talk about that once we're past this. Sure, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, he, he he pointed out that the the way that the press release reads, it's not that Spidey can't be part of the MCU. It's just that in his solo films, they will be solo Spider Man films. There, you won't be having like guest starring the Human Torch or yeah. and here's well, Thor. You know, it's well, you're you're gonna lock out any involvement from Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Um, yeah, uh, Tony Stark's kind of already written on the wall. Yeah, but yeah. the scrolls won't be in it. None of it's, there won't be any crossover from anybody. It's kind of like a one way street with his deal. It, it is. He can he yeah. can go do the Marvel films, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but his his solo films are gonna be specific to him and. Yeah. From that perspective, having read a bunch of Spider-Man comics, I'm okay with that to a degree mm-hmm. because yeah. Spider-Man works fine as a solo act. Um, he does. And I don't like, especially Tom Holland as, as high uh-huh. school Spidey, when they eventually get to the point where the Sinister Six are involved and introduced, yeah. I don't want to have in the back of my head, well, why doesn't he just call Thor? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like, then it's like this isn't a threat. Like fucking Thor is going to show up and tank Rhino in the side of the head and fry mm-hmm. the vulture and everything's done. We're fine. What's, yeah. what's the point here? Um, I think that might've been why they sent them out to space though. 
Well, uh, sure, twice, but that, but then there's for a second time. There's a zillion other possibilities too. Like what you know? Why doesn't he call Nick Fury? Why doesn't he call uh, uh, fucking Hawkeye? Why doesn't he call you know? It's Captain America. Or well, he's old Captain, and dead. Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say for each, for each of those candidates you pro- you produced, also it could be like, well, Nick Fury is apparently either a scroll or B also out in space. And yeah. C can't really do much by himself because he's half blind. Yeah. Um. So, so Hawkeye. I, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is content to be sitting in the back, bro. And they're all bullseyes to him, bro. Right. <laughs> I can't wait for the Hawkeye series. Um, I'm more yeah, excited yeah, about too. that than anything else. <laughs> I think it's bad what Sony has done. I think it's unbelievably stupid what Sony is doing. Their their statement about clarifying their position on what everything go, did or was for mm-hmm. is like the fucking weakest weak sauce PR shit I've ever read in my life. And I worked in video games, guys. This is <laughs> this is so no, much no, no. worse. You didn't just work in video games. You worked in video games from 2001 to 2008 for Electronic Arts. As far as PR goes, for it like, yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah. I worked there when the shit was getting shipped on the Tiger Woods discs for the porn. That was fun. It was great. <laughs> it was so awesome to be part of. At least I wasn't on Tiger at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my first year. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Tiger has porn on it. <laughs> All right. Well, it was fu- that's uh, not a bug. <laughs> it's a that's, feature film. That's an advanced <laughs> user tactic. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I think what Sony has done is stupid. Uh, I, I think when you look at what Marvel has done and specifically Kevin Feige has done, if the dude wants a producer credit, give him the fucking producer credit. Like just, just get like, give it's like giving him a parking spot at this point. Give the man his golf cart. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to make more money with them than without them. Yeah. It's, it's just that simple. It doesn't matter how great the next film is. You have got so much negative backlash now based on this stance that mm-hmm. it's going to make less money. Now, I got a question. How much validity is there to the um, the rumor that it is Disney uh, holding Sony over a 50% cut rather than the 5% cut that they've been receiving from, what was it, uh, box office receipts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm sure that there's a little bit of truth on both sides. Because 50%, that's not an insignificant number. It's negotiation at the end of the day, okay. right? Like it's, All right. Like, Sony wants to keep it five. Disney wants 50. You, th- oh, like Disney's, Disney's saying 50 and over, it's, overestimating. It's, yeah, yeah okay. it, it's it's like, you know... N- they, they want more involved. It's negotiating with a toddler, you know? Because uh-huh. th- that's what <laughs> negotiating with a, with a uh, corporation is. It's like, well, I'll give you $2. I want 50! Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're not getting $50. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, so I, I think that eventually they will meet in the middle somewhere where Disney will get... 25% of the box office. Mickey, what the fuck? 50%? Jesus. Minnie needs new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a Louis Vuitton addiction, man. I don't know what to fucking say. God, I miss Walt. <laughs> I'm glad I never got married. <laughs> but you did. You had Max, you son of a bitch. You always forget about Max. It was in the... <laughs> <laughs> in utero oh fuck it I forget the, I don't know what the phrase is whatever <laughs> and that's our scene about basically Goofy's a hermaphrodite and that's the end of it so that's my joke wow okay <laughs> not, god damn it not at all where I was going with this conversation when I thought dead kids was pushing it too far uh, well Goofy's still fictional all I can say to that Gorsh. <laughs> uh, so uh, before we get to uh, the next bit, Corey, you, you wanted to say something about your uh, the, the no negativity thing, right? Because last week was last week was just a sewer. 
Um, as far as like fandom news went, uh, there was there are way too many controversies. I, I looked at my I looked at my feed like the day before yesterday. And I was like, this is not good. This this is the river of slime that I tried to avoid during the years of 2017 and 2019, and made a pretty good go of it. Um, so I was like, all right, well you know what? No matter what what happens or you know what kind of a screaming matches pile up on my feed uh, over the next week, I'm just gonna be like, look straight. Pixel art, uh, a couple of melodial merch because I've been slacking on that recently, and then just video game news and shit, whatever, uh-huh. or or randomness. I don't know. So I was reading about board games today because I'm playing through Ghostbusters, and I was looking at a couple of other board games. By the way, I caught a copy of Raid and Trade on eBay for like fucking fifteen bucks today. Holy shit! Yeah, All right, that's can... a big ass game, <laughs> dude. You gotta you gotta play that with him. That game is so yeah. fucking good, Bob. Yeah, like, that yeah, was Ra- that was game of the show when we went to Gen Con a few years ago. It was so great. We just like we like we like sat down with like two or three complete strangers. Yep. And of course, my anxiety was buzzing, so I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And after like about two or three turns, we realized, okay, well, we're not only have to talk to these assholes, but we're gonna have to like fuck them over too. So better we, start learning to communicate. So we it did. Is literally, <laughs> it's literally a game where the politics or the social aspect of it encourages people to make nice. And break those allegiances as soon as you fucking can. It's it's spectacular. It is one yeah. of the best games I've ever played. So uh, I got I, I got actually two games because Axis and Allies Zombies was on sale on Amazon nice. at about fifty percent off. So I'm like okay, and then Raid and Trade at fifteen bucks was like fuck yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> that an unbelievable right price. Now. Yes, and I've been playing Ghostbusters back there and getting cozy with that. But I was looking at board game stuff today, and I came across something that was uh, basically uh, Monopoly pulling a black sock. Uh, Black Ops Risk, uh, or <laughs> a Black Ops rule uh, overhaul like Risk did about a decade back yeah. called Monopoly Socialism. So I was like, all right, I know that reading about this on Twitter is going to immediately dip my feet into the into the horse pile. So tread lightly. And then I came across some dude that was like, I, I, just, I just wanted to see how the rules were changed for it. I know it's going to be sardonic. The original Monopoly was created as a sort of like a... A critical, uh, a critical act of send-up of capitalism. I mean, the, the game's called fucking Monopoly. I mean, uh-huh. How much more apparent can it be? So I'm like, all right, well, this is funny. And I came across this one dude that was like a 20-tweet-strong thread about how mean-spirited and cruel it was to the people that have, like, to the socialist edicts and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't read this. Because it's going to be, it's going to go, like, down, it's going to go down the tarred hole in, like, three tweets. It went down the tarred hole on the second one. So you're close. I didn't stop. I couldn't stop reading it until I reached the end because it was so fucking absurd. And I was laughing by like 10 in. So I'm like, okay, do I post this? Do I not? If I do, it's going to be to let everybody else laugh at this asshole too. And I went ahead and posted it. And I was like, ah, I just justified doing this mean thing. So fuck it. Um, so here's what I want to do with the with the whole no negativity thing. I want to stretch it out a little bit. And here's how that's going to happen. Whenever I do tweet uh, a shitty thing or at least a response to a shitty thing, I'm going to hit I'm going to reset the clock. Ding. And I'm going to put like 20 bucks in my savings account where I can't touch it. So that will discourage me from doing that for at least a little while. Like maybe a month between shitty tweets at most. Then I think that's doable. 
That's cool. I like that. <laughs> if a little unfair. It's like Pops' swear jar. It's like, it's like Pops' swear jar, exactly. Maybe you should ease into it just like five bucks at a time, and then once you get more accustomed to it, up the ante. Five, but five bucks is easy. Five bucks is very easy. Yeah. I mean, not not to be like, you know, I'm fucking uh, uh, Uncle R- Rich Uncle Pennybags here. To keep it in with the theme, like when I get paid and, uh, I, and I look at my Steam wish list, like I knocked twelve of those fucking things off easily, <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like a question of reach, where five bucks might still be five bucks, but it's also right in front of you, and when you're not thinking, you're not thinking, and Twitter is a whole shitload of not thinking, so I'd like to keep it at least out of reach. And twenty dollars, I think, is enough of an amount to you know keep temptation at bay. It's, it's you know what I'm saying. It's just enough that you'll go. Mm. All right, and <laughs> and and the, the and the conditions aren't just to me tweeting shit out too. No more reply guy crap, because I don't want people like looking at my feed being this dude replied to this thread. I hate that Twitter does that now. But <laughs> the, at least I can the do the thing I posted about yesterday. The thing that you posted about yesterday, and I have a good idea that I, I have a good idea of who you're talking about, and it was like, oh yeah, I know. Um, but <laughs> but the thing is, is that like I don't want it to be. I don't want to be engaging with that shit at all. Uh, whether I like agree with the negativity or not. And uh, I don't favor it anyway, so that doesn't matter really. Um, so keeping myself close to enough to retweets in order to uh, abate taking advantage of it, I think should be okay as long as I keep remembering these, uh, you know, these uh, punishments. Sure. So like I said, when you, when you brought that up, I thought it was a good idea because I had, uh, I, I had participated in a lot of, of, of shit storms that day on Reddit. Um, mm-hmm. where, cause I get, I don't know why this is my particular fucking bugaboo right now, but, uh, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Because people are whining about dumb shit with it. They are. Um, and, yeah. and, and like my big hang up is like, look, if you want to critique the shit you see, that's fine. But don't fucking say the developers are lazy and don't say they're lying to you. You don't know that. You yeah. don't have the, don't be fucking, don't be hyperbolic mm-hmm. to say, I don't like the animations. Okay. That's cool. I don't like them either. That's fine. But here's here's a here's a caveat that's difficult to sort through though when it comes uh, when it comes to like uh, online uh, dramas and such. You could take one tweet that says, "Yo, I don't like these animations," and that's okay. You could take twenty tweets that say, "Yo, I don't like these animations," and all of a sudden it's everybody, everybody's getting up my ass. Yeah. And it's going to seem like that because the echoes just keep bouncing off of each other and they multiply like fucking rabbits. But at home, it's just one dude expressing himself and using Twitter how Twitter is meant to be used. Yeah. Well. Ideally, you know, and and that's that's actually what 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 started it for me was uh, mm-hmm. some someone posted something about here's this link about Pokemon from Gamescom, just a video. That's all it is. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't say one word about it. Just like video title posted done, and it was just fucking comment after comment after comment about how awful all the developers are at Pokemon Company and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I and I just said, oh great, here's our daily echo chamber about how awful the the developers are. Yeah, and like, and just like that, fucking set shit off. Like, and I was just like, "Well, yeah, I shouldn't have done that." And then, <laughs> and then I shouldn't have replied to everybody. Yeah, uh, and then I shouldn't have kept replying to everybody. Give it, give the, give the comments, give the comments on the because I don't use Reddit a whole lot, so I don't really know what the culture is like over there. But you know how we say that, like, whenever we get into a show or a comic book, we give it like three installments, and if it didn't shape up by the third one, then we're out. Yeah. Give any of those threads like three comments in. I, yeah, I know there's more of a bulk, but I think that's a safe ratio. Yeah. Give it three, and if it doesn't shape up by the third one, then you're out. 
Yeah, just and and that's hit the tab. Go back to the readout. Find something different. That, that's that's kind of kind of where I'm at right now. And I it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's it kind of checking the ego at the door and not yeah. taking shit personally. Like mm-hmm. uh, someone posted something on Squared Circle with some pictures of the new uh, AEW T-shirts. Yeah, and, and they're they're I don't like them. They're ugly. They're, they're mm-hmm. they they all look like fucking affliction designs and they're terrible. Like Ed Hardy T-shirts, not good stuff. Oh, oh okay. Uh, right. And uh, <laughs> and they post them, and I said those are, uh, with the exception of the AEW shirt where the letters are in the colors of the flag of Chicago, because the next mm-hmm. big show is in Chicago. Right. Uh, I said th- these are all a hot mess. I don't like the design of these. They they are not cool. I do not. I wouldn't wear these. Uh, yeah, three hundred downvotes on that comment. Damn. <laughs> all right. right. Not responding to a thing. We're good. It's mm-hmm. my opinion is not appreciated here. I just need to walk away from this. And I felt so good. I was there like, there's nothing more huh. to be found in this thread. All right. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. It's, and that, and that's, and that's, that's it right there. What can you do? Nothing. Yeah. Fuck it. Just walk you, away. You can be like all 300 of you. I disagree with. Mm-hmm. And then that's pretty much where it's going to go anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. They can disagree with me. Yeah. That's cool. Jay, do you remember that episode of the Orville where they go to this planet where like everything is, Determined by popular opinion. Yep. Oh, uh, that was and Seth MacFarlane doing a social commentary on mob justice. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, just somebody calmly walking right up to you and hitting the down vote right on your outfit. Of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and that's that's a lot like what that felt like. You know, it was it was a uh-huh. thing where we, you know, everyone was so is so starved for upvotes, and it doesn't matter. It's fake internet points. Like, like <laughs> I, 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 I love the Orville, but if that were if that were Rod Serling, it would not be anywhere is near on the nose. Is that was? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kind of do the same thing in like at least four or five episodes of Black Mirror, but coming at it from different angles and such. Yeah. Um, but Seth MacFarlane was like, "No, let's give them no, arrows. We're going <laughs> to be as broad as shit with this. Everybody is their online opinion. Yep. And it's like I would have workshopped that a little bit, <laughs> but you write a good show." You can have it. Yep. <laughs> Good evening, future passengers. Are you ready to sit back, relax, and join us on a ride of epic proportions through the mystical land of randomness? Am I a serial killer if I eat Lucky Charms? What would it be like if horror characters ran a gym? Who would run spin class? When a shark jumps out of the water, is it like suffocating for that split second? So join us every week for a brand new derailment with Goobs, Ripkin, and Jenny Bean. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Derailers. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube. Have a great night or day, folks. All right, so we are going to go now to uh, some big news from the world of uh, of uh, pro wrestling here. The, uh, the 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 little Fed that could, which little Fed? I mean, they're owned by WWE. But uh, so NXT, uh, mm-hmm. the development branch of of WWE, uh, ain't so developmental anymore, uh, as they have got a, a, a TV deal. Uh, for uh, the USA Network. Two hours a week, starting on September 18th, originating from Full Sail Live for the most part. They still do tour every once in a while, so you'll probably get some shows on the road every once in a while. Uh, and it actually kind of makes sense now, uh, learning this with with them having camera crews at a lot of their local shows uh, over the last year. Like, a lot, of, a lot of stuff is starting to, like, click into place, where I'm like, oh, that's why they had a road crew with them all the time. They were getting used to filming these in, in this particular type of venue. 
Okay, I see what's happening here. So yeah, uh, still primarily coming from Full Sail Live. Uh, some some fun behind the scenes stuff there because I still have friends at Full Sail. There's some serious fright going on with uh, how they're going to get the infrastructure set to to be able to do this uh, every week. Not not so much the the like being in the venue. Full Sail's all good with that. That's not an issue. But like moving particular like fiber optic cables into the building and stuff like that. They're like, uh, yeah, we've got three weeks to get this done. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what just dawned on me is they did the first, like, ten takeovers from there, didn't they? They did. And they were great. They were great. Uh, so they've done it before. They just need to rewire everything. Yeah, but it's a big difference going from uh, broadcasting onto cable to broadcasting on a streaming service. You, you can get away with kind of shitty quality on a streaming service. You can't do that on, on USA, you know? There are so There's speculation, um, and a lot of this is... I, I don't know... Uh, if this is uh, something you've seen elsewhere, Bob, but I know this is my speculation, that there's rumors right now that 205 Live is going to be ending and uh, makes sense that it merges with NXT because there's already a lot of crossover between the rosters. Yeah, it'll, it'll bulk up their roster, which they'll probably need. Yeah, because there's still a whole lot of people in developmental that are not mm-hmm. ready for television. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably a good idea. And all of those guys that are in 205 Live can easily go for any of the titles in NXT at that point. Plus, it's perfect for Full Sail yep. Live. Those people will take care of those cruiserweights. Yep. Yeah, because uh, big venues don't. Uh, so the the TV deal is for one or two years? Uh, two years, right? Uh, one, I think one year with a one-year option after okay. that. Uh, for $30 million a year? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Triple H is still going to be in control. Uh, nothing on the show is going to change. The tapings that were supposed to be on the 11th and 12th of September have been moved to September 18th and 25th. No future NXT shows on USA have been announced beyond that, but they, they will be. Uh, you know, that's that's fine. Uh, and uh, kind of cool, the, the tickets for the 11th and 12th uh, tapings are being honored on the 18th and 25th. So if you have those tickets, you can you can just transfer them. And if you can't go, I'll gladly buy them from you <laughs> because I couldn't get those tickets. Uh, and, and Bob would Bob would like that because uh, Bob was front and center on NXT this week. Uh, if you look behind Adam Cole during his uh, his speech in the middle <laughs> of the ring, uh, Bob is there, uh, front and center, looking all dumb and stupid, just like just our our Ooh. big teddy bear, uh, big dumb <laughs> and goofy, just the way we like him. Oh, the, the last time I saw him uh, photobomb an NXT uh, wide shot. He was kind of in the background, like I know what you did last summer, just, just peering, <laughs> peering over somebody's shoulder. The bill from the hat was like obscuring the top part of your face, and you were just kind of standing there like this. So he's, he's like old man Withers from Scooby-Doo, getting ready to pull the mask off. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a, it was good framing, honestly. I, th- I thought I thought you were going to pull like a DDP and just uh, jump into the ring, and then I was like, oh, that's actually Bob. Shit. <laughs> I, I liked. Uh, I actually had this come up on my Facebook memories a couple months ago. Do you remember the the first one you and I went to, Corey? The first NXT the show. The first one. Uh, I can't remember. Was it the Was it the one where like everybody was yelling "sexy ref" and then they all shut up and then I yelled "sexy ref" and everyone heard it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because he's a fucking sexy ref. He, I don't he care. is. Yeah. Drake's a yeah. good looking dude. Yeah. So they still do that, by the way. Oh, do they? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Do they still chant "sweep"? Yes. Some of them are even further back to ECW days. Sweep it up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, my Facebook memories a couple weeks ago. I, I had one pop, or a couple months ago. I had one pop up. That was a crowd shot. And there was me and you in the crowd, just mm-hmm. standing next to each other, looking very concerned. And it's like, what, what is happening? 
<laughs> but those people, they mistreat each other so regularly with such abandon. I'm just, be professionals about your, your differences, guys. So so with with the move of NXT to USA, that puts us, with, uh, and also SmackDown rumored to go to three hours, with the final mm-hmm. hour being on fo- uh, Fox Sports 1 uh, and the main show being on Fox. We're now looking at, on weeks where there's a pay-per-view, 18 to 20 hours of television wrestling every week. Depending on the pay-per-view. That's a lot. Yeah. If, and if it's WrestleMania, upwards of 70 hours a week of, of, of wrestling. That's a whole lot of grappling. That's a lot of grappling. And that's before you even count the stuff like uh, TNA's stuff or uh, NJPW stuff on Access. Are they still on TV? TNA? Or Impact? Yeah. 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 They've actually, they're working, I think their tapings this weekend are, are, are being considered for a backdoor pilot. So. That's that's good for them, and and I will I will say this for Impact. Uh, Impact is is streaming all their Friday shows on Twitch right now. That's right. And and no no joke, their shit's been really fucking good, consistently good. Their stuff has been been solid for probably about the last year and a half. So it's it's a shame that they don't have a TV gig right now. That is uh, that is a shame because they've been like fucking gutter for for the longest time, and now nobody can see them improving. Ah, uh, Slucha Underground all over again, and I feel I still feel like a dick about that one because if there's like one thing I wanted to see come out of the world of wrestling. It is a, it was a celebratory show about Lucha Libre. And for all three seasons, I just slept on it. In a stylized way, too. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. It's, weren't you asking something? Weren't you asking for something that was exactly like this, Corey? Like, almost fucking 12 years ago? Yes. But I'm busy. Well, you know? it doesn't help that it was on El Rey. It's, it's in, like, 12, tele- yeah. 12 houses. Two seasons were on Netflix, though, for two years. Eh. And I still didn't watch it. Eh. I know. Eh, I'm such a bad fucking nerd. Uh, Anyway. As it ends up, that company was kind of a dumpster fire. So they were... What, El Rey? No, uh, Lucha Underground. They weren't paying people. They weren't letting people out of contracts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mysterio got stuck in there for a while. Yeah. Uh, some people got kind of modeled um, uh, as far as, like, the on-air talent went. I'm sorry, like the uh, the side talent went. Not even wrestlers. Not even the locker room. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So don't don't feel too bad. Uh, it sucks that the show's gone because the show is pretty cool from what I saw. But yeah, that that that's that that's a bad company. Uh oh, I don't know what that was. Bad company <laughs> to the day I die, which was only two years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we move on, uh, one question uh, for you mm. guys. So with with the advent of NXT moving to USA on September eighteenth, uh, from eight to ten every Wednesday night. Uh, that puts it directly head to head with the new kids on the block with AEW. So, gun to your head, which are you picking? NXT or AEW? What you gonna watch? NXT. Uh, I haven't seen any AEW yet. That's because it doesn't exist yet. I mean, right? <laughs> but They've had a couple pay per views. That's yeah. it. I kind of want to see what they're. I, I kind of want to see what they're doing with the WWE sloppy seconds. That's kind of where oh, my wait. mind is with that. You mean on that first night where they're both head to head? No, I just mean in general. What are, what what are you gonna gravitate towards? Oh. Do you think? I, well, definitely NXT because that's a product I know and I'm familiar with and everything. AEW, I do want to see a couple of their shows just to see how it's going to pan out because the way they've been doing their pay-per-views is going to be completely different yeah. than how the TV show is going to look. So I'm definitely want to check that out for one, two, three, maybe a month's worth of episodes. I'm not, but I, I'm I'm still black and gold at heart. So for and I'm I'm very similar. Uh, I mean, I was I was with I started with NXT. You know, six years ago now, when I was at Full Sail, it, I'm not going to stop watching it. 
You know, it's <laughs> there, there's there's some loyalty there. But for me, with 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 AEW, and I want AEW to succeed. For the record, I don't I don't wish them any ill will whatsoever. Beyond Kenny Omega, I don't really care. I don't really care about their roster. Um, oh wow! And they finally they dragged Kenny Omega back over the ocean. Yep, they did. Uh, and Whoa! Here, here's here's the thing. Kenny Omega was the Kenny Omega of New Japan Pro Wrestling because Kenny Omega only had to wrestle once every like three months for NJPW. You're not that's accurate. You're not going to get the best bout machine fifty two weeks a year for AEW. That's not going to happen. He can't do it. His body mm-hmm. will implode. Now let me ask you, Jay. Is there somebody out there right now that would draw you in if they were to sign him or her? Um, Bastion Booger. Not real. Well, ba- living. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah. If they reanimate Bastion Booger's corpse, yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> so, I have to. Yeah, watch. I, got, I gotta watch. Like, oh well, there's actually supernatural shit happening here. Uh, I gotta be honest. If if Chris Jericho's bloated corpse isn't enough to get me to watch, I mean, he's my favorite of all time. It's I'm a hard sell. Joey Ryan would get me to watch for a little bit, but if they let him be Joey Ryan on TV, that's the big question. Yes, which isn't going to happen. He's not dick flipping people on the Superstation, folks. Uh, <laughs> it it really it really depends. Like, uh, and, and it's like Corey said, it's it's WWE's sloppy seconds right now. Like, I love Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I, I could I could give less a shit that he's wrestling Cody Rhodes. You know why? Because I could give hmm. less a shit about Cody Rhodes. Boring. He's not good in the ring. He's he's average. You know, he, he's he's got a name. That's about it. His older brother, that's almost fifty five, is better in the ring than him. He's fifty five. Uh, I think actually, I think I think he's fifty. Oh, really? Yeah, like not a joke. I think I think Dust. I think Gold <laughs> Dust is fifty. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Like I, I'm sure there's people in New Japan that I don't know by name. Mm-hmm. That would get me to go. Oh, yeah, that guy with the weird hair. Yeah, I'd watch him. But like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know him. You know, I don't know him well enough. Here's Monster Abyss. <laughs> uh, Abyss is a producer for WWE now. I can't, I can't think of anybody. Is there anyone that would get you to watch Bob? They just did sign the the Lucha Brothers, which I saw them live at MLW, and I I was blown away by them. I thought they're awesome. Yeah, Pentagon and Phoenix are great. Whoa, Pentagon. Yeah, they're they're great, but. I, I don't know. Plus, aren't they aren't they about to sign uh, the guy the tag team from Impact uh, LAX? I would be surprised if they didn't sign LAX. Uh, but it's you know LAX and and the Lucha Brothers that that's the same match every time. You know it's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's you've seen it once. It's like a Young Bucks match. You've seen it once. You've seen every spot. You don't need Ooh. to see it again. I I don't know. I would watch an RVD Jerry Lynn match if it happened every single night. Yeah, I'd watch that. Eh, maybe. It, it all depends who it is. I don't know. I just I, I I'm I'm kind of over the hype of, of of AEW. Like I want them to be successful. I want them to prove me wrong. But I ain't going out of my way to watch it. You know, it's I'll DVR it. I might watch it. Does a distinction need to be made here between uh, RVD versus Jerry Lynn 2019 and <laughs> RVD versus Jerry Lynn 1999? No, I think I think we're referring to 90. If it's 2019 RVD yeah. and Jerry Lynn, I would <laughs> I would actually watch that yeah. every day because. I'd I'd love to see Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy fight again. You know that's <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the match would be the match would be uh, dramatic, but very very brief. Yes, I'd see getting like maybe two kicks out of it. The hamstring time cop gag. Uh, he he's past that by like at least a decade. Yeah. Um, Jerry Lynn will uh, do one crazy ass high flying stunt. Uh, he'll probably land on his back because he won't be able to get up after it in real life, like outside of kayfabe, and then that's when RVD will hit the pin. 
or the uh, three star frog splash, I guess, as it's going to be nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like that sounds like a sort of a dream match, but we've already seen that ad nauseum when they were good. I did think of someone that would get me to watch. Oh, all right. Uh, and that would be if Owens went over there. If, if Kevin Steen went to AEW, I'd watch AEW. Oh, probably, because then he'd be able to cuss, wouldn't he? Well, I don't know. It's it's still broadcast. I mean, it's, it's a, probably not on TV. If standards and practices says no, then the answer is no. True. Pay-per-view, yeah. Go oh, yeah, nuts. by all means. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, Owens would get me to watch, but I don't know that I'd stay. You know what I mean? Like the, like when you asked that question, the first thing, the first answer that popped into my head was, "Oh yeah, Christopher Daniels," but uh, he's kind of old, and, and he worked, and he uh, and he already works there, and he already works there. Yeah. Wait, you mean like like re- like wrestling? He well then isn't I, he a producer as well? I think so. Yeah. Like I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's not like a road agent slash bookie slash uh, payroll slash <laughs> <laughs> because because the guy's got ethic at the ass, but the dude has been beating himself up like to like a fully esque extreme for over two decades by this point yep. i i'm surprised he can even like get himself up off the toilet uh, his, his his gimmick is pretty good he's with a group called uh socal uncensored that their, that fits their whole thing is <laughs> uh they're guys from southern california and whenever they go to a new town they say this is the worst town we've ever been in and that's <laughs> that's it that's that's, <laughs> that's the shtick and then and then good wrestling happens good wrestling things happen so. yeah so, so they're like the Mean Street Posse, but they can work in ring. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah, okay. Pete, huh. Pete Gas could work. Okay, yeah, all right. All exceptions to Pete Gas. Two-time hardcore champion. Long live Pete Gas. All apologies to Pete Gas and his crowd-petrifying headlock, all right? <laughs> I'm not knocking that guy for shit. But, hypothetically, yes, this would be Mean Street Posse plus talent. All right, so Corey, we need to uh, discuss this thing you posted in Discord <laughs> because oh uh, that's uh, that's that's concerningly on on point with what you posted, yeah. like upsettingly so. Like like I'm like, uh, what's going on at NeverSoft, guys? Uh, uh, <laughs> what's his finishing move? Um, I, I have a theory as to how it got that way, or how that uh, somehow. Uh, Oh, how that somehow realized itself. That's some um, poor artist at Neversoft that looked up a Joker cosplay reference photo, and that's what came up. It's like, yeah, we're going to go with this. Uh oh. <laughs> Whenever it comes to a production mishap like this, I'm always going to put the blame for it on a producer that doesn't know how to exp- how to describe what they're looking for. I'm thinking that this poor bastard was told. Wait, maybe I should explain what this is first. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Right. Okay. Um. The headline here is Mortal Kombat 11 Joker. The design, the look, uncomfortably similar to Porn Parody Joker. Porn Parody Joker does bear an uncanny resemblance to what Neversoft uh, has put forth. And here, I think, is the reason why. Because they wanted something uh, wanted something more... Uh, something that looks classic. His uh, his old purple costume, uh, the bolo bow tie, uh, all, of the, all of the coloration. But then, said same producer was, but... With a modern sensibility. You know, like Heath Ledger. Because that's the only frame of reference this asshole has. So, the guy was like, Alright, you're getting classic Joker with Heath Ledger. And that's how you ended up with that. Apparently, a porn garber or wardrobe or somewhere else had a similar idea. Because, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna assume that's where you go when you can't hack it as a fucking video game producer. I, I, I just want to pause for a second on the phrase yeah. porn garber. Okay. Porn garber? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Because it's yes. not a porn costumer; it's a porn garber. 
Garber, yeah. because my I was hung on the word garb. I couldn't think of anything you else. Know, you have used the word come and hung a lot in this conversation talking about a porn have I? Yes, you have. Well, at least it's been appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Staying on brand is what we're all about. Not really. It just happens to be that I'm thinking a lot about porn at the moment. Um, I was Well, the reason I came across that ding was because uh, I was looking up stuff for Gamescom, right? You pointed it out, bitch. Don't give me that look. And it was like all the stuff that it was like the other big parcel of news that dropped uh, over the last week was like all this stuff that had been like flushed the fuck out. It was like all the stuff that we were looking for during E3. And that was what I remember being excited about E3 for was the deluge of, uh, of information about like indie games and, uh, you know, like uh, pocket sized studios and stuff like that. Uh, coffee table coding. Uh, we got uh, we got some negative news. Not too much. Actually, it's not even negative because as it turns out, it was kind of a fell circumstance, but at least it was uh, announced with uh, with a modicum of tact and a bit of reserve. But it's only because it was put out by Lauren Lanning, who is like a bastion of uh, class and beauty within the games industry. Um, and that was with the next Oddworld game, which I didn't even know they were making, going exclusively to the Epic Store. I think people are getting the whole rage controversy of surrounding the Epic Game Store uh, kind of mixed up with uh, people getting super fucking defensive about being involved with the Epic Game Store or just making really, uh, really crass, like outrageously anti-consumer moves with their decisions. Because there have been a ton of games announced for exclusivity for that particular platform that people have not fucking freaked out over. Like, even when Borderlands 3 was announced, people were like, ah, it's Randy Pitchford, that prick, whatever, we don't care. And uh, <laughs> people were kind of upset for like half a day. And then, I don't know, either half of them realized that they were dealing with Gearbox, and the other half were just like, is Borderlands 3 coming out? Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, about five minutes later, they were like, I was mad about something a couple minutes ago, I can't remember. But that's because people, I, I honestly kind of thought that people expected it also. So that lessened the blow is much as they probably wouldn't want to admit it. But the thing is that, like, the biggest controversy surrounding that game store and these particular games' uh, association with them is uh, the first one I can think of was Metro Exodus, which was announced in, like, the worst fucking way ever. They put the announcement on Steam on the game's store page after pre-orders were taken. What a dick move. (laughs) Where do you... I don't know if it's because, like, they're Romanian or whatever, but where do you summon up the 200 fucking megaton balls to pull a move like that with whatever customers have ever heard of your game? Because I, I like the Metro stuff. I've played uh, I played the first one, the um, um, the Redux, uh, last year, and it was pretty great. Like, the whole uh, idea of using ammo as currency was pretty cute. Um, and a lot of their stages are very cinematic. It's it's cool stuff. But do you do either one of you know what Metro's about? No. No, it looks like a shooter, doesn't it? I, I've never heard of it. You never heard of it, right? And the people that are active in their audience, active customers, they were just like, "Well, f- eh, whatever. We don't need you. These guys gave us a lot of money." It's like, well, that's bad. So enjoy the rage. You guys have summarily earned it. I'm not going to participate because honestly, uh, I've got three of your games anyway, and I haven't played two, so <laughs> I got plenty of shit to go through anyway. Afterwards, uh, what was the next? Uh, what was the next big kerfluffle? I think Shenmue was the other one, and that was because of the Kickstarter issue. They promised keys. That was one of their stretch goals, for fuck's sake. So you don't deliver on the keys, you don't deliver on a stretch goal. It doesn't matter as it, ha- as it happens. Um, they were able to get around some sort of. Uh, uh, they, they were able to they were able to organize that for themselves and make it happen for the people that did back the game but again 
the fact that Epic came up to these guys and were like, hey, you know how the whole Steam involvement thing you guys are doing? Um, we just kind of want you to back away from that, no matter what you told your customers, if we give you $5 million for your budget. They tried to make good on it, but that mistake was already, it was, it was like grossly mishandled from go. And that's why people got mad. The third one was Ooblets and fucked those guys into the fucking ground. That was like some of the most petulant, childish horse shit I've ever seen. This side of Phil Fish coming from the games industry. Honestly, this might be petty, but you but they they released that like outrageously condescending message. That that whole essay on medium of all fucking places, where people are like too busy sucking their dicks in order to enunciate anything worth understanding. Um, and it was just it was like. It was like dropping bombs all over the entitled gamer culture, blah, blah, blah. We're just, the wrong people will be mad at us, is how they were trying to set the narrative up as. And then they just kept doubling down in their discords. People were asking, people were asking them, what are we going to do about the people that live outside of the boundaries of the continent of the United States who can't access your store? Well, I guess you all are fucked. You, what? <laughs> who? Who is your right hand of PR, man? <laughs> Who's telling you to say these disgustingly, <laughs> not disgustingly, just unfucking believably reckless shit? This, these, these, these idiotic things. They should not be leaving your mouth if you're, if you're, if you're trying to build a player, a player base. You know. Obviously, I get kind of like fucking bent out of shape over this shit because they should know. People in this business should know, and it's like the wrong ones are give are being given all this traffic. So fucking. Straight up your asses with that one. Ooblet's down. I'm not in on that one at all. So this last one was uh, Oddworld, okay? And uh, they took the exclusivity agreement, probably six months to a year out, whatever. Uh, Lord Lanning, the uh, the director of Oddworld and the director of this game, he puts out a message just like, all right, here's why we did this. We apologize to those of you who uh, were expecting this to be on these other storefronts, but money. And everyone was like, oh, okay. This is how you fucking do it! Yep. <laughs> Understand? <laughs> it's, it's it's so mind-blowing that like that like at best up till up till the Oddworld announcement, it was ineptitude that was causing this rage. And at worst, it was a game developer not viewing their audiences uh, people? What the fuck, man? <laughs> this is not a, this is not long division. Get it? It's talking to people how you'd like to be talked to. So yeah, Lanning dropped that bomb, and as it turns out, it didn't make an explosion. Rather, it was a boop, two ripples in a pond, and then everybody went on their way for the rest of the day. Uh -huh. As a matter of fact, I think people talked about it because they were like, you know, this is you. you he's been doing this for quite a while, and you all should just pay attention to this asshole right here. Corey, how deep into the positivity jar are you now after all that? Uh, let me see. Oh, he's not. Um, he's not tweeting to his defense. I'm not tweeting, but if I was. Oh, okay. That's why I was telling you, start small, like $5 per increment. Yeah. If I was tweeting, I would be out rent next month, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and probably uh, one utility bill. But yeah, that's all the stuff that I didn't tweet, by the way, this week. <laughs> so, so the Valve had to be purged somehow. Sure. <laughs> I know. So apologies to all who was listening that uh, I had to like tolerate that shit, but... <laughs> Really, I know Adam's watching right now, so he might have like some <laughs> he might have some stuff to say about that afterwards. But th honestly, it's it, it, that's all it was. It was just it was just a simple matter of respect and uh, not treating your customers like they're granted. Uh. They're not treating your customers for granted. I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, that was controversy A out of the out of this week.
So we have a Patreon page. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can interrupt whenever you want to. I'm not interrupting art. Are you kidding me? It was good. You never stand in front of a charging yeah, line. Yeah, you were you were painting with fucking oils there, man. That was good shit. I do try. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we do have a Patreon page, and we have our first supporter, uh, Keith Golliff of the Woo! Pop-Up Filmcast. Thank you, Keith, for backing the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't know how much you've donated, but we will take that and buy porn. <laughs> Please, uh, yes, as, as it's research for the show. As mentioned, specifically the Joker porn parody <laughs> is what we're going to buy. Mm-hmm. Keith, you're doing good work, pal. You're good people. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitter, YouTube, Yik Yak Tout, and MySpace. So, guys, we do appreciate you listening as always. Oh, wait, wait. Bob's, Bob's, what's Bob reaching for? I think what we'll do in uh, November, since I'll mark our fourth year as podcasting, what I will do is give away a Cretans Guild highball glass. Oh, I don't even have one of those. Real glass, not plastic, too. That's good stuff. I'm saving these for Patreon, but I'm going to give one away to somebody in November. Don't know how yet. We'll figure nice. that out. should figure out a way to uh, ship it with uh, some uh, choice beverages inside of it. Oh, you can't mail that. No, but I can mail a recipe. I'm working on one of those for, for Patreon. So. Oh, you're, free, you're freestyling recipes now? I'm experimenting with some stuff. Fancy pants. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Is it involving 151? Because I'm going to need some of that shit tomorrow. Well, it's 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 still in, in early development right now. There is an overproof float. Yes. And uh, just as, as – because I was going to tell you this, Bob, but I'll say it right now because uh, the guy does great work for us. Uh, he's a brilliant artist. Uh, the drink is actually called the Tom Solo. So, oh, nice! Yeah, good yeah, we're going with that. If you're if you're good enough, you get a drink named after you. Our barrel girl, our, Tom our Solo? barrel girl, Tom Solo. It's called the Tom Solo. So that's that's it's being worked on. It's got it's it involves it involves a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of uh, overproof rum, and I'm working on a couple other flavors to get in there. So, oh my god! All right, just because I'm down for three. I of think those. that's a great fucking name for a for a drink. Tom is gonna love that. So. Uh, without further ado, I am going to end the show now. We're going to leave. We're going to go home and no. uh, <laughs> probably go to bed. We're all we're all already home. Uh, well, well, they don't know that. To all of our followers, uh, especially those on Tout, uh, we say to you, welcome to the guild. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Alright, stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. I look funny. But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm a new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink up all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. Now just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with an umpty. Oh, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all your rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. 